Muckmucky Radio is entertainment for adults, by adults, and the views and opinions expressed here do not reflect upon FXBG Public Radio or its sponsors. For additional information, please refer to the United States Bill of Rights. Stand warned. Warm. Hello, hello, and welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the Madman, and I have Nick, as always. Nick, as always, with you. We're here to welcome you to uh, 2020. Woo! It's been a while since we've done a, an official podcast. We did a, a fly-by-night one on New Year's Eve. Uh, um, but it's been a while, you know, we've been, t- took a nice little break. We had some holidays and so forth. And yeah. just like every other podcaster and YouTuber in the world, they took uh, a couple of weeks off. Dude. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so uh, let's start with our holidays. How was your, ho- how, were, how were your holidays? Yeah, I was going to say, I guess we got to go more than the weekend. It was yeah, two yeah. weeks. So yeah, <laughs> um, it was good. You know, obviously Christmas, everything, um, yeah, everybody in that in that Christmas spirit. So I, th- I thought you celebrated Hanukkah. Yeah, I did. I did send you that, dude. I thought you would understand that. I love that. When I was like, you know, he'll get that. <laughs> like, happy Hanukkah. Oops. I mean, Merry Christmas. I gotta hide that. I've been hiding this Jewishness inside me for a while. You know, but whatever. You know, Shalom. I mean, um, celebrate and you know, cheers to everybody in the New Year's. So. But yeah, no, it was fun. You know, just. Uh, Doing some family stuff. Everybody was kind of shut down, so you know we got a lot of work in in on some albums and stuff in the studio because no nice. shows and no stuff. So other yeah. than that, you know, TV and stuff. We'll get into with yeah, some of the other segments. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have like a favorite Christmas present? I don't get anything for Christmas. Oh, okay. I bought the kids some four wheelers. We got them little hundred uh, cc little real four wheelers this year. So, yeah, super dangerous. They uh, they're yeah. little daredevils on them, but I got I got my niece some books. Yeah. All right, and somebody got her one of the Power Wheels things. So yeah, they're like, oh man, she's gonna be like three years before she reads those books I gave her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Power Wheels were cool. We got yeah yeah that is I mean that's a thing. It's just like you know more for the gift giving season. They're they're kids and stuff like around where I live at. So they're not, you know that's, that's how I feel. It's like buy me something. It's for the kids. Yeah. But you know my parents they they get me stuff. But it's uh, mostly like necessity stuff. But I got these audio pods. You see them right in front of you there. They're in a the little white container there. Uh-huh. Little little tiny thing you stick in your ear and you can use your phone and listen to your Oh, they're... you're buying into the robot. Yeah. You're churning half I'm, for, I'm, see? I'm going to be churning you Android. I don't trust them. I might I'll break this thing. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I feel a little strange in the brain lately since I've been using these things. Like um, it's realigning my molecules or something. Yeah, it's talking to me in my head. <laughs> no, I think those are cool. They were just tired of me like watching YouTube channels, walking all over the house and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, here, put this in your ear so I don't have to hear this nonsense. This all the Ben Shapiro talking fast about politics all day long. Right, right. <laughs> we're tired of hearing that. Yeah, it's like... We're not as interested in politics as you are. Yeah, save your manifesto for somebody else. <laughs> right. Yeah, but like I said, you know, there's a, there was like a two weeks where all of my favorite podcasters, you know, weren't doing anything. You know, Rogan. Was, everybody was off. Yeah, everyone was off. All the shows are repeats, too, on yeah. like anything that you could watch that's like an interview is all repeats. Yeah, uh, Rogan, Shapiro, Peterson, Crowder, McInnes, all of them, they, you know, they weren't really doing anything. Mm-hmm. It just recently started picking back up. Um, so I, and because I, you know, consume when it comes to entertainment, uh, nothing but podcasts right now, mostly, and sometimes YouTube, mm. you know, mostly it's podcasts I'm listening to. Right. And so I, it's been a while since I went to Netflix. Usually when I'm watching Netflix, I'm watching like Star Trek Voyager in the background while I'm playing World of Warcraft, right. you know, because you don't need to have a high intelligence to follow the plot of any Star Trek show. Are you? Do you double game and watch TV at the same time? Absolutely. I did that this weekend. I was I started playing Call of Duty again, and I had the one TV. I had the other TV just on mute, but watching football and playing the game. They're like, "What are you doing in here?" I'm like, "Everything at once." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought I was the only one who did that. Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, I went back to Netflix, uh-huh. and I I got to tell you, I think Netflix is getting worse. I haven't. Um, yeah. Um, or maybe it's just I'm pissed off about these two movies I watched in the last couple of days uh-huh. that were just horrible. They're so horrible. Um, so I saw Bench Warmers, Bench Warmers Two: Breaking Balls. <laughs> oh my god! Well, already, you should have done it's it. yeah. I mean, obviously, I knew it was yeah. It was a number be. two of a, a B list movie. What's that? <laughs> a sequel? Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was going to be bad. I just didn't know it was going to be so by the numbers formulaic. Right. Like I knew every beat like by heart, just because I've seen so many shitty movies mm-hmm. like that 
that it's it, overdoing yeah, it. Yeah, and just like uh, it was real stupid, basic bitch jokes. It was um, great. Krypton was an awful movie. Actors didn't give a shit. The, ba- the I'm serious. It's like what's his name? What's his name from the American Pie movie or whatever was in it? Chris Pine, I want to say. Or, oh right, yeah. I, don't I know. know who you're talking about that. But uh, it's like he didn't give a shit. He's like, yeah, I'm doing a movie. Right. You know, even John Lovitz was like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, and so and that kind of irritated me. Um, and then they were just uh, just tearing apart the rules of baseball. It's like, you can't do this shit in baseball. You can't hammer an aluminum bat into a sh- cricket bat and use it in softball. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. You can't do that. That's illegal. And, you know, as a manager of a team and, you're, and you say to your first baseman, you don't have to use your glove. You're risking his life. That is super dangerous and insane. Don't yeah. do that. Use a glove if you're on first base, for God's sake. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that movie really pissed me off. Yeah, just break down the plot of a horrible movie. Netflix goes in, though, I feel like a little bit with the sequels. I realized recently, I haven't watched them, but they're like seven Jarhead sequels. Yeah. I was like, is this a thing? Yeah. I don't know what's up with that, man. <laughs> yeah, I, don't... I haven't followed him, but I was like, that's... I didn't. I didn't even see the first one. <laughs> yeah, there's a real one that was like box office. Yeah, not, not a, like that's more real than Netflix, but it was like one that came out in theaters. Well, the rest just, of them are like just just popped up on Netflix at some point. Yeah, it just shows you that you know they're really out of ideas. You know, I, maybe the end of the season though, because a lot of Christmas stuff popped up on there that I know you, like that yeah. I wasn't gonna watch. I know you were gonna watch yeah. like Happy Christmas at the Crank House and the Oh God, yeah, well, Christmas Mary, for the Cranks, yeah, that yeah, was and Mary yeah. all this and this. Whose holiday is it? And you're no. like, what? Ah, oh, y'all went overly with this <laughs> yeah. one. And it, yeah, um, what was the second one that you watched something else? Yeah, I was also pissed off by Doom Annihilation. Oh, really? Yeah, um, because first of all, I loved that game when I was a kid. The game is yeah. awesome. Yeah, and um, and I thought it, they couldn't possibly do worse than the first one. I wrong. The one with the rock in it, right? Wrong. Yeah, the one with the rock in okay, it. Okay, I haven't it, seen. Boy, I thought that one was bad. Boy, I thought like they couldn't do any worse. But Doom Annihilation is like, oh shit, they went and made it worse. I think there were two people involved in that movie that actually gave a shit about doing a good job and I think it was the prop master and the, the like a set designer right. but there's not a whole lot you could do I mean there was a lot of great uh, textures from the old game I was about to yeah. say though if you ever played the game it's not really a storyline it's yeah. kind of like a box maze where you uh-huh. just try not to get killed by monsters mm-hmm. very simple platform yeah very and it's really a buy, buy find weapons exactly <laughs> find weapons kill you stuff. need bullets yeah. yes you need bullets in order to move forward so, I mean, uh, all right, yeah, so, uh, yeah, what really grinded my gears, all right, was what that all the badasses that were these space marines, uh-huh. all right, they get killed first, uh-huh. all right, they get killed first, and all they're left with is these beta males, right, the guy who keeps running from fights, uh-huh. a marine that keeps running from fights, yeah, all right, gets scared and runs off, that is, the, yeah. the nerdy guy who's a doctor, oh, I don't want to play with a gun, I don't know, how do you use it? You I know? save people, I don't kill people. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and uh, and it's, it's like two or, uh, two or three beta males, right? And uh, like two or uh, like three badass blue-haired sexy bitch, badass marine bitch, 120 pounds, uh, kicking the shit out of monsters yeah. kind of bitches. And I'm just like, you know. It's not realistic. Just physics-wise, I don't think you're getting that much force in that kick. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. It's just you know? straight physics-wise. You know, this I don't is know. A, you know, a demon-possessed monster, and you're going to kick it and, like, into yeah, the take wall? that. Yeah. Ten feet into the wall. That's good momentum. Whatever. I don't care how Marine you are, Marine. Right. You know, you're still 120 pounds. <laughs> right. And you, the problem is is that they're actresses. They're not, uh, and so they're, they're svelte and, uh, uh, you know, they're, they want to be like 120 pounds. They look better on camera, right? right? But the like female Marines, you yeah. know, they look like the hottest they get is something like like Tulsi Gabbard, you know, <laughs> the fit badass Linda Hamilton looking bitch. Right. Yeah, they could probably pull that shit off, but it's not these demure little yeah, it's not <laughs> little you. Miss Prisses, right? You know, I have blue hair. There's always got to be a picture of blue hair in a movie what, what, lately. What's up with that? I don't. It's like I don't know. I guess it seems futuristic to people because, like, back in the day, that used to be 
well, the thing in old movies, like in the 80s and stuff, about the 2000s stuff, like everyone's going to have like orange and green hair. And, and, and that's fine and everything. I don't, I don't really care. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, styles come and go. You know, trends, you know right. trends are stupid in general. Well, it's just something about space, I guess. But I just... <laughs> I just, I'm going to space, dye my hair blue. Well, yeah. Uh, Fifth Element, she had like, she was like an alien. She had orange hair. So I guess yeah, it's but like. You can't believe that a girl that's built like oh, wow. Mila Jovovich is like beating up those big meat. No, animals. no, 100%, yeah. dude. All half of that stuff. I mean, it's unrealistic. And the guns, yeah. when they shoot them one handed, shooting 50 calibers. Like, if you've ever shot a gun, you know how much kickback that gets. <laughs> you, you have to have two hands on that weapon. I, uh. What was it I was thinking? Uh, the, uh. Did I lose it? I did. I lost it. Okay, so how can you make a Doom movie with no first-person shooter type point of view? Right. How can you do it? I mean, the first movie did it at the end for a little while. Uh, and it wasn't that great, you know? But they didn't do it at all in this Doom Annihilation movie. All right? Yeah. The, the only time you get a fir- like a POV shot is when it's basically like you already killed every monster in the level and you're trying to find the exit, you know? So right. I was going to say, like, there is no like story mode, man. though, in it. I've played that recently, and it, there is no beginning, like, story. There is no middle, like, little, like, spaceships flew into Earth, and we had to say, it's just you in a level yep. trying to find keys and special, like, special shit. It's like a maze game more than That's it is. That's what I was hoping. It's like all these Marines show up in, this, in like, a bunch of fishy situations this research facility on Phobos. I mean... There was, there was an effort made to make it good, mm. you know? And so they arrive at this research facility, and then, you know, like, all right, we're all the macho uh, alpha males, the kind of guy that, you know, Doom is made right. about, you know? And at the end of the story, you got like, three beta males and badass bitches. You know, you know, it'd have to be like an escape room type movie. It's so going into the third act, you know, I got you got three beta males and three, three badass bitches, and I'm just like, I, I don't care if anyone survives at all. I'm going to be pissed off. So I I'm doubt that any off. of them. Yeah, these would have been the first dead ones, in my opinion. <laughs> they would have been the dead ones. That other guy that's already yeah, like dead, bullshit, he'd have been still in That zombie monster that's <laughs> trying to chew everyone's neck right. is going to, like, Kill the fuck out of that 120-pound-year-old girl, no, ca- no matter how blue her hair is. Yeah, the weakest people die first, 100%, in a, in a natural situation. It doesn't have to be aliens, you know. I'm just so bad. It's like, how hard is it to, to do this right? Do a You drop right? three doctors and, and three, uh, three Marines inside, like, a gorilla cage. I guarantee you the Marines are getting out. <laughs> well, here's the thing. It, it reminds me a lot. It's kind of similar to Aliens too. Mm-hmm. You know, Aliens. Right. You know, and so... Um, but the females that were in Aliens, it kind of made sense. The the petite small ward, she was a pilot. Right. You know, and that kind of makes sense. You know, there's not a whole... But then they had uh, Vasquez or whatever. And she's, uh, like, doing pull-ups. You know, she's yeah. she's got muscles. She looks like, you know, she's in the military. Right. But these these women, they look, you know, they look like a model where... They don't look like they'd be an infantry. Yeah. That's why. You're like, actually, oh, you're the pilot or something. You yeah. have a technical job. That makes sense. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so, yeah, 100%. And that's that's what I'm saying. That's I get that you could survive, but, like, most likely you're going to – you're not. And that's the thing where you're like, somebody has to make it, right? And you're like, right. mm. we got to pause. Wow, I'm going to pause for one second here. All right, we're back in it. Mm. That beer tastes delicious. So, yeah, I wanted to start off with a light topic because we're getting into the – because, I mean, seven days into 2020, and wow, we got it starting off with a bang. A lot of interesting stuff. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Boom. Soleimani blown to bits. Yeah. Right? And now everyone, the uh, media's spinning up. There's like, oh, he started World War Three. You know, the the draft's going to be implemented and stuff like it's that. It's coming. And, and, <laughs> it's coming. It's and, all these non-marine military yeah. people who are like the most uppity about it. Well, I, th- <sighs> all right, they literally blew this this guy to bits, you know. And then everyone's like, um, "Was like, why did what, Trump did this out of nowhere?" And it's like, ex- "Excuse me, do you remember the embassy thing in Baghdad? You know, yeah, right. burning and stuff like that." Yeah. They did it. They just waited until they did it on our turf. Yeah, we so, still I mean, we don't own Iraq, but you know what I mean, like. It's not about own, it's not about owning. It's about the presence there. It's about <laughs> right. the presence there. In so Iraq. what I was saying, yeah, we are one hundred percent still in there. Because if you know, they say the Iraqi Parliament, you know, voted us out, and but 
the U.S. is going to be like, are you sure? Because all you Kurds and uh, Sunnis are going to be killed by the Shia-controlled, you know, Iran. and. Um, yeah. We're also uh, not going to let you. We didn't take down your government for you to start another one that we're going to have to take down in a couple of years. Right. <laughs> like, we're definitely going to be involved a lot in the in the in what's going on in that general right. area. Um, and uh, there, you know, there's a lot of people. Uh, apparently, like uh, the Selective Service website, like went down because like traffic. Oh, Everyone's man. going. It was like, oh man, do I got to s- sign up for the draft? I, You're already supposed to be draft. signed up for the draft. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, and a lot of people were scared about this World War Three stuff, and I'm just like, it's Iran, it's Iran, it's not, it's not like China, it's not like Russia, it's Iran. Now, if you want to talk about bringing China and Russia into it, that's a different conversation. Mm. But this is the, the whole point is deterrence. It's not actually trying to start a war. Yeah. You know, you you know you bust down a burner embassy, you have a, a, a campaign of terror that goes from the Mediterranean to the Gulf. You know. I'm, yeah. from, I'm serious, like from Lebanon to Yemen, you know, mm-hmm. this guy has been operating for Iran in all of these countries, yeah. you know? No, I agree. I mean, it's a, I mean, people get uppity about it. I have a different opinion because our country, we, we do, what we got to do. We killed Osama bin Laden in Pakistan. We, that was a thought problem. We need to take care of that. We'll talk about it later. Well, that's the point. And that's the thing. We want to talk about this, but we had, we did it. Here's the point. We can talk about it. Here's the point about Osama bin Laden in Pakistan, you know? You could say it's like, hey, you know, that was a, that was another country we went into that mm-hmm. had not involved with. It was like, but however, Osama bin Laden went to hide in Pakistan because he thought the border would protect him. Right. All right. Yeah, you're the most wanted man in the world, dog. We're coming to find you. And people are saying that like oh, we, uh, Trump assassinated this Soleimani guy, and I'm just like, he was he's an Ara- Iranian guy, you know, creating terror in Iraq. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's a terrorist. A All terrorists are targets. It's just a depend. You know what I mean? They're either active targets or not. But if you're a terrorist, you 100 percent are a target of the United States in another in another state. And if you happen to come into a space where they felt like you were in a territory where they could make an well, action on you, that was on point. you. That's the point. This event makes every single terrorist in the world, any especially high ranking one. Watch the skies a little closer. Mm-hmm. They hear something in the sky. They're like, "What? What? Yeah, trust me. This this kind of action works. You can kill one guy and make everyone piss their pants." All right. Over the world. I mean, I one hundred percent agree with this. Why would you not? Anyway, so those of you who are worried about conscription, d- the draft, um, don't <laughs> worry. I don't think that's ever going to happen again. <laughs> and if it if it is if it ever happens again, it's probably because we have it's like a red dawn situation. Where a bunch of Russian and uh, uh, Venezuelan troops yeah. <laughs> paratroop into the mountains of the middle of the U.S. trying to take it. Yeah, right. That's a good movie, man. That original well, I mean, yeah. I, it's on Netflix now. But. <laughs> it's on Netflix. I noticed the good ones are on there, too. Yeah, so. still. Some of the classics, though. <laughs> Not the new stuff. <laughs> I knew what's so bad. Oh, yeah, God. you're going to get drafted. Who... You're not going to get drafted. That's, you know, kids that are, are thinking that. There's a big thing that really... Kind of because I know a few people who are in the military that are going back over there, yeah. and they want to go. Yeah, they are killers. They're not people like, oh, don't send those kids in this whole. Those guys like, they know kids are like, we are fucking killers. They, we're going warriors. to get some. They're warriors. We're yeah. going to get some if that's what we got to do. And that's why we're not going to send you conscripted <laughs> socialist pussies right. out to fight a war because we want to win. These you know? are trained and killers. Every, yeah, everyone who serves in the military, who has ever served in the military doesn't want to serve next to a conscript that's going to get him killed. Right. You know? That's the guy running. Oh, you run from every battle? That's unrealistic. That's the power <laughs> of a volunteer military. Right. And trust me, there are more than a million people between you and our enemies, and we got tanks, and we got aircraft carriers, and we got battle groups, and we got drones. You're to keep fine. them away from your dumb ass. Just that's so why. you can sit on your ass here in America and complain about that's the orange man. That's what they signed up for. Is not, and that's not saying that whatever you know, like oh, every person's war, whatever, or it's so, like it's not saying every cause is right. But they sign up to go to do work in the military. Yeah. Work that Absolutely. is what that's the what, military that's what they does. Go there to do. That's what they're there for. <laughs> right. It is so. Uh, that's what, and some of them want to. They're like, they're ready. Like, yo, we haven't been doing nothing for two years. I'm yeah. ready to go hit yeah, the boots itching. on the ground, they're right? Itching, yeah. Hell yeah. Anyway, so uh, we got about ten minutes left, and I definitely want to hit this uh, Ricky Gervais 
button because, whoa, Ricky Gervais is slaying it. Comedians are going to save America, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and I, tr I truly believe this. And if you've been watching what's been happening in our culture lately, you can see how this people are going to talk about this moment with Ricky Gervais getting in people's faces at the Golden Globes as one of the defining moments of 2020. It's like it's the new era. It's like we are sick of this bullshit. Thank you, Ricky Gervais. You are an international hero. Okay, so this is what happened. Ricky Gervais, I'm not going to like go into depth of what happened at the Golden Globes. I saw it live. Yeah. It was hilarious. You saw it live? Oh, it was oh, so man. funny. I heard about it. I was playing World of Warcraft. Someone <laughs> talked about it, and I was like, hold on a second. <laughs> so I logged off for a little while. He uh, left the raid, man. And like, let's see what Ricky Gervais said. Yeah, I was trying to see what he said. Anyway, so he uh, lampooned Hollywood and big tech at the Golden Globes. And, uh, you know, no one really cares who won the awards. All they care about is what Ricky Gervais said throughout the course of the sh of the show. Anyway, so uh, he brought up, um, he pointed out how Kevin Hart got removed from the uh, fired from the Oscars. Um, he made fun of Felicity Huffman, Huffman's uh, prison time, upcoming prison time, and he pointed out Hollywood's relationship with Epstein and pedophilia. Mm -hmm. Wow, this guy's got some sack on him. So. Uh, I saw a meme. Was like, uh, let's get ahead of this now. It's like uh, Ricky Gervais didn't kill himself either. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's also funny though because it's not just Hollywood. That is the Hollywood foreign press, which is why that yeah. was such a big deal. Because mm -hmm. the people who put that show on are the people from all over the world, or what? Like mm -hmm. all those big, rich people from oh yeah, uh, Europe too. too. Yeah, yeah that's why he too. was like, oh, they're your friends. <laughs> He's your friend. Like you're like, oh shit. Yeah, but if you haven't seen this video, you should definitely go check it out because it is vicious mm -hmm. and wonderful. It's so beautiful to see them cut to the crowd and he makes some of these jokes because they are brilliant. Mm -hmm. You know, Ricky Gervais is a brilliant comedian on his own. But when he set his sights on these, you know, put the crosshairs on these people, mm -hmm. whoo, did he know how to do it? <laughs> did he know how to do it? And uh, yeah, so uh, this is why common people like us Love comedians. It's because the court jester is the only one who is allowed to point out the flaws of those in power. Right? Comedians, excuse me, like Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart, Ricky Gervais, and many others, most of whom are not conservative, by the way. And I find this to be the most beautiful aspect of it, is that Dave Chappelle is like talking for free speech, and he's not a conservative. Mm -mm. You know? And this is what I love about Rick Ricky Gervais. Not a conservative. Have you seen The Invention of Lying? It's an indictment on religion. Oh, yeah. He 100% <laughs> is against yeah, that. If you've ever atheist. heard him talk in general, he 100% is against religion at exactly. all. Exactly. All right. These people are going to be the people who, uh, <laughs> who bury the corpse of cancel culture. Ricky Gervais at the Golden Globes this year, he represented you. You being invited to the Golden Globes, and you're sitting there, and your poor ass is stuffed in a rented tux with $10 in your pocket, surrounded by the most spoiled people on earth. It's an open bar. Cheers, mate. Mm -hmm. uh, cheers. That's excellent. It's an open bar. He kept saying it was his last year, too. Yeah. That's yeah. why he's he like, like, it's my last time. That's what I mean. He was up there drinking beer. He's like, care. I'm, I'm going to get drunk and do this show. It's what funny because the guy who runs the show, though, was like, we didn't, like, we never said it was going to be his last year. Right. Like, he said it, yeah. But they still were saying after he said all the stuff, they're like, we're not firing him for that. Yeah. Um, so you get a few drinks in you. You're British. <laughs> all right. And you start trolling these motherfuckers hard. All right. Get fucked, you kid diddling cunts. <laughs> you know? So to close out this little segment here, about his brilliance, I want to tell. I want to uh, read my uh, the funniest joke of this. Yep, video just died. Oh no! Yeah, so I'm gonna boot it up. That's a shame. I wanted to clip this one because it's the viral thing. So, um, yeah, to close out this little segment, I want to talk about the funniest thing from his uh, little speech there on the uh, at the Golden Globes. So this is the funniest line. So, should I do the accent? So we were going to do an uh, in memoriam this year, but when I saw the list of people who died, I wasn't diverse enough. No, I was. Mo it was mostly white people, and I thought, nah, not on my watch. Maybe next year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was a good one. <laughs> that was definitely a yeah. good one. 
You got the video recording again. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, Ricky said though I saw on a on a on an interview that he was doing. He said he was like I don't pander though to crowds. He said I make stupid jokes at my shows and my my fans like that. So he's like if you don't like it, then don't come. Like you didn't like it, so I don't tell jokes for the people. He's like people are still going to come to my show whether you like it or not. So he's like I kind of just say whatever I want to, like whatever I think is funny. And I was like, that's a real cool way to be a comedian. Yeah. He's like, yeah, if you don't want to come, then you know, well, the jokes work for you. Dave, Dave Chappelle said, was like, you clicked on my face. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's, you came here. Why yeah. are you so mad about yeah. it? You knew mm -hmm. what I was going to say. You, you knew, knew I was going to do it. You knew yeah. who I was. <laughs> you knew it. And that is 100%. <laughs> so, uh, beginning of the year already, we got a, a, big, a big win for freedom of speech. Yeah. So, uh, that's pretty awesome. Thank you, Ricky Gervais. However you say your name, you're awesome, but you need Jesus. Okay. We want to shame Justin Timberlake and uh, Janet Jackson for making that a delay because it was like a one-second delay where he was telling the jokes, but they were editing out like the curse words even when it was live. Well, there's always a delay. But it started after the Super Bowl titty thing. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah screw them. Anyway, I got, a, <laughs> I got a segment here set aside called Nick's Picks. Nick's Picks. What did I have? <clears throat> oh. I had a good one. I have some. Um, I have one thing personal that I want to apologize to everybody in the past and in the future for because we were talking about this over the break, and randomly I realized that <clears throat> I know I curse all the time, but I do a thing where I, it's like a jokingly where you're like, "You son of a bitch." Is somebody complaining about you on the show? No, we're not on the show. It's not even about shows. It's just in general, I call people son of a bitch sometimes, and they were like. You know, like that's we were talking about it. Like that's one of the most offensive curse words that you could say, and I was like, because we do it as a joke, but it's not even saying like you are a bitch. They're like you son of a bitch. Like your mom is a bitch. If you break that down to sort of thing, like your mother, I'm so mad at you. Your mother's a bitch. And you're like, damn. Like I was like, I never thought about it like that, but I was like, that's a really fucking like that's a really. Funny the, the, sentence that somebody put together, though. But, somebody was that mad at you where they were like, you are a son of a bitch. Like, your mom is a bitch. You, it's genetic. Yeah. <laughs> something, yeah, it's something yeah. about her. I'm so mad at you. I'm mad at your mom now. You're like, I'm mad at your mom. Yeah. yeah, I was like, somebody thought about it, but I say it all the time. I was like, I never thought about it. I was like, I apologize to everybody's moms for your sons being stupid. You know? <laughs> and I'll continue to say it in the future. Also, um, the thing I saw... Uh, Uber and Hyundai are going to saying by 2023 they should have a flying taxi service. Oh, for God's sake. Who the fuck is getting a flying taxi? Not me. Not me. That's what I was hoping you were going to say that because here's the thing too. Unrealistically, why this is this idea, you can't have flying taxis just flying over like people's houses. No. Like you just the, all the malfunctions that are going to happen, an Uber just crashes into your house. It's in the bad enough with airplanes crashing into neighborhoods and shit. Oh, that did happen up, that does up happen north over frequently. the thing. Yeah, it's frequently. That is that's why I was like flying cars, and you got oh, we have an idea by twenty twenty three. People throwing cigarette butts out their windows. <laughs> it's twenty years. <yeah. laughs> Uber dropped my cell phone. It's you're coming through your you're, roof. You're raking the leaves into a pile. This. Cigarette butt just <laughs> flies down on your head. <laughs> Old Starbucks out the window. A shatter of ashes of sparks. Yeah, Uber Eats drops a bag of cheeseburgers <laughs> in the wrong neighborhood. Like, damn, that would be the only good one. Mess around, you're out there raking the leaves, a bag of cheeseburgers drops down. Yeah. You're like, yeah, Thank you, Jesus. But yeah, I just thought that was ridiculous. Also, um, on that same topic, Sony released that they are making an electric car. And it's got a lot of the features from Sony's uh, <laughs> electronic <don't> steps. <laughs> you don't say. Oh, the inside. I was like, so Sony's built an automobile. I, apparently, it's like a, supposed to be like some sort of electric car, which makes sense because it's Sony. But I mean, from a lot of the movies and stuff, and like I've been saying, like I don't trust the robots, man. I don't want cars right. just driving around by themselves on the road. Well, I don't want it to be an option. Right. To for me, I want to still be able to drive, right? You know, well, they say you can drive them too, still, but I don't want you autopilot your autopiloted car in here with because you they at in their credit, 
as many as there are, they don't malfunction as much as maybe, but they do enough for me to be like, yeah, I'm not trying to get wrecked into by somebody because you're sleeping in your car. Well, I don't. Why can't you just drive? I don't know because I've seen what I've seen today. I mean, it snowed today, mm-hmm. and phew, people are so stupid. I, I think it might be, overall be a good thing. If right, but people, don't you think that would be malfunctioning? Took, absolutely, there will With be the snow and things like there you. Oh, heavy snow! Everyone's sleeping in their cars. They're trying to navigate around the ice that's, and stuff. That's the point: is that this this technology is not going to be implemented for a while because they, there's a lot of bugs to work out right. about the concept. Because I mean, if, if you know how GPS works, it is not an exact science. If you take if you take a, a search like a, an address and it takes you, it's like your destination is on the left, right. but still. Still like a hundred feet Sometimes forward back be in the yeah. woods. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just right in the middle, and then it'll drive you into the woods. Exactly. Yeah, that's happened. Somebody said they got lost in the woods because they found their GPS, but mm-hmm. it wasn't an automatic drive car. Right. Like, but at what point do you drive not cars are like, be using that though? Right. That's what they use, and the sensors around them. I'm like, that's not going to change. Like, I know they can navigate around. Like, everybody doesn't have one. There's no way that I want your smart car just driving 80 miles an hour next to my car. It's, I mean, it's not safer than people, but it seems more more likely I think for it's a little safer than people to for a malfunction wise, because you don't have that whole like somebody's too close and you're like yeah, but yeah. it looks fine on the sensor. Your car's doing fine because they're navigating right around you. You're like I'm fucking swerving into you. So I don't know. I just don't trust any of that new shit. Yeah, yeah. I know you don't. You're scared of the androids. I know they're coming to take over. Also, how lazy are we getting? You don't drive? I get it. Like, how many people are really taking that long of trips? Where you're like, hey, yeah. I'm going on vacation. I need, you know, when we go on that nine-hour drive once a summer? No, I mean, no, people take their cars down to the mailbox. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean. <sighs> you're just in there checking your phone, riding down to the like, You didn't just drive it? And which would make you worse at driving Specifically, if you didn't drive every day, so then when you do start to drive, you're going to cause more wrecks when you're not allowed to use your fucking smart car. That's what I mean. So your license will be obsolete. I feel like there's so much to it. Like, Well, I just don't want it to dangerous. be in court. It's like, well, can we verify if the auto drive was on or not? You know, yeah. It's going to be those lawsuits. It's like, no, no, I was totally an auto drive. You can't drive. sue a robot. Fault. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Right. I'm trying to sue a robot. Everyone's suing Tesla. Anyway, you want to get into the news worth knowing? Yes, sir. All righty. Uh, George Lopez's comment about Donald Trump is being looked at by the Secret Service. Comedian George Lopez uh, made a joke about collecting a rumored bounty on Donald Trump's head that reportedly got the attention of the U- U.S. Secret Service. According to TMZ, the Secret Service is aware of the 58-year-old comedian's online comment and is currently working to determine if there is any legitimate threat behind it. Okay, all right, we're on the same page already. All right, representatives for the Secret Service are not immediately available for comment. No shit. Mm. Anyway, uh, Lopez's representative previously told Fox News that he was joking when he commented on Instagram uh, touting the unverified claim that Iranian authorities have put an $80 million price on Trump's head following the assassination, not the assassination, the killing of General Qasim Soleimani last week. According to the gossip site, part of the process in determining if the joke merits any kind of investigation or punishment includes a face-to-face conversation with Lopez itself. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what we're spending our money on over that's here. That's how the Secret Service rolls. Um, great job, guys. Yeah. Uh, according to the rap, both the star's name and arrest George Lopez are trending on Twitter Monday morning <laughs> as right-wing pundits tweeted their outrage over this comment. Uh, many even called on the Secret Service to investigate Lopez for the digital chap. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah. And I think they took the joke out of this article since I posted it. What he said is that, he, uh, like, we'd do it for half. Yeah. For $40 million. But, I mean, obviously with the Trump supporters, him being Mexican. But also I think him being a millionaire kind of, like he's, a he's, millionaire he's comedian. He's Spanish. Yeah. George Lopez? He doesn't look Mexican. He looks like Dominican or something. Wow, he's been like, he makes, all, he makes a lot of Mexican jokes. He's got like a TV show and stuff. Okay. Yeah, but I'm just saying that. Yeah, they like, but because of you know what I mean. Obviously, oh, Spanish guy. But also, I think though him being like the millionaire comedian, maybe I don't know. Is he a millionaire? Yeah, he's definitely super rich. And one of his kids is like That's, super famous too. Seems wrong about that. No, nope. he's got a famous kid too. 
Anyway. Um, look, I'm all about the freedom of speech. I'm all about the First Amendment and stuff like that. However, there are laws about, like, threatening public figures, oh, especially yeah. the president. So um, you're kind of a dumbass, George Lopez, for doing that, because everyone who makes a threat like that is at least going to get a phone call from the Secret Service, if not a meeting. I don't think so. I believe a lot of more people said something about that than him. He's just famous. No, I remember back in the day. And also, we would do it for half is a very, like, people. It's not even a good joke. But it's inclined. It's, you know what I mean, insinuating on it. But it didn't, like, I'll kill him for half the money. Like, a threat or something. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, You're just making a stupid fucking joke that all the kids are making on the Dagon. For $80 million, I do less, you know? or something. It's amazing. Everybody says it because it's it's eighty million dollars. People are like, "Did I kill my mom for eighty million dollars?" You know, like, well, no, obviously not it's, you. It's, it's the internet, man. I know. It's yeah, the you internet. say any it's the internet, the internet I man. <laughs> I tell you, it's interesting. Trump's already is uh, creating jobs all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you wrote that. I was like, "Oh no, that's too sweet." Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, well, they're gonna be investigating you. <laughs> Okay. Uh, uh, let's move on to this next story. Uh, NASA's alien planet hunter discovers its first Earth-sized planet in a habitable zone. Pack your bags. Uh, since its launch in April 2018, NASA's uh, Transiting Exoplanet Survey Satellite, or TESS, TESS, has found a great number of exoplanets, including a so-called missing link. <coughs> Excuse me. But now the alien planet hunter has discovered its first Earth-sized planet in a star's habitable zone an area that would allow for liquid water to be on the surface. Known as TOI 700D, the planet is orbiting the star TOI 700, described as a small, cool M dwarf star. It is 101.5 light years from Earth in the southern constellation Dorado. This is funny. This last sentence of this paragraph. One light year is equivalent to six trillion miles. That's why we came up with the idea of light year. It, I mean, so you don't have to write numbers that big. Yeah. I okay. mean, that makes more sense. Though. Yeah. Uh, TESS was designed to and launched specifically to find Earth-sized planets orbiting nearby stars. Uh, Paul Hertz, astrophysics. Anyway, yeah. Awesome planet. Uh, let's also change nearby stars. Come on. Mm-hmm. It's only 106 million, 600 million years away. <laughs> Obviously, it's going to take a while to get there. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> this is near, yeah, close ones. You know, that's close. But this is what I mean. It's like the future of humanity is on planets like that. You think so? Absolutely. I think it's going to get to a point where we are exp- having a base on the, on Mars, on the moon. But uh, that's still, that's like, it takes like three months or something to get to Mars, I but believe. I'm saying in the, in the long-term history of humanity, if we don't kill each other over Orange Man Bad or something like that, you know, or nuclear war, or something like that. I think the future of humanity is out there in the universe. It's like going to other planets, colonizing other planets. I think unless one of them come here, we're all going to die here. I mean, we might be on the moon and some people on Mars, but, but me, I'm pretty me, sure most of us are going to die I'll put it this here. way. I hope unless somebody else comes here to I us. hope somebody sends an Adam and Eve out to this planet before we well, all kill Because we did a... Um, that's always been a thing that that really weirds me out is that we stopped sending people to space in general. Like, you know, like, we're just like, yo, we went to the moon a couple of times. We're like, we're not going back there. No, they send people up to the ISS on a regular But that's basis. what I'm saying. But that's a space station that's orbiting right around Earth. We don't, like, send people to the moon anymore. And we used yeah. to, but I'm like... Because we, we have drone technology now. Why so. do you not... But why are we not going... Because we've been to the moon and there's nothing fucking there. <laughs> we're, we're kind of interested in Mars. Is like, there might be water somewhere around here. A little bit, but there might be some. Right. That's what I was saying. Most of the shit that we're doing is like, it's just weird. Because you're not going to find... You think we're going to find a little bit of water on Mars and then like move people out there? Absolutely. Get a little bit of water. I mean... That's life. You can I guess it's not unfathomable because back in the day they used to travel on the ships. It would be kind of like similar except for, I mean, space is probably way more dangerous than the sea. But on those little shanty boats they used to make, pretty dangerous still. So, 
Space, obviously, 100% more of the problems with the oxygen, mainly, um, in between travel. But they travel. They used to travel, like, three months or something to get, like, from America to England or whatever back in the... Oh, easily. Right, back in the day. So, I mean, three months to go into Mars is crazy, I guess, to think about. The, the difference is time dilation, and I cannot wait to see the effects of that. Right. All right. So, uh, that should be interesting. Yeah. I mean, that would be nuts. Who would want to go out and live on Mars, though? Can I smoke? Yeah, right. If they, oh. say, if they say no, I'm, I kind of want to. Dude, you've seen The Martian. you got to be in, living in that habitat or whatever. Everything's going to be. I've seen The Martian. Oh, uh, yeah. They live in, like, they, it's, like, about them, like, if they had a colony on Mars. But they live in, like, these habitats, and it's, like, yeah. No smoking, you know, like it'll affect the oxygen and the whole. That's why smoking isn't allowed, and that's why I wouldn't be able to go. Right, damn it! But that's the point. If somebody's like, if we're starting a colony to go over to this exoplanet that's over a hundred uh, light years away, do you want to go? It's like, can I smoke? And they're like, no. And it's like, mm. let me think about quitting. How much beer are we bringing? That's a different question. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's like, a different question. you know what I mean? How much luggage? Because, like, do I need clothes or, like, is everything? Is this going by liters or weight? <laughs> You're right. Even if we got to that planet, it'd be a long time before we're brewing beer. Right. Like, you know, the, yeah, we, you got to get the water supply up and running right first. Yeah, you got to get the food, the agriculture going. Mm-hmm. And you need to have extra land to grow hops and grains. And stuff. Just a whole lot of toilet, spaceship, toilet wine. <laughs> Spaceship toilet wine. This is the future of humanity. <laughs> Spaceship hooch. <laughs> Don't use the last one on the right. Nope, that's for the hooch. <laughs> Throw all your peach cores in there. It's <laughs> going to happen. Oh, yeah, we it's got it. We just happen. figured it out right there. There you go. Problem solved, NASA. Send them away. Call Elon Musk. Let's get this Let's get this ship going. The problem with sending people into space is that there's people in space. Right. <laughs> so uh, let's go on to the next story. Okay, a uh, Florida woman arrested for threatening McDonald's employees over a dipping sauce dispute. She's kind of cute, too. Oh, yeah, all the crazy ones yeah. are. If you stab someone over barbecue sauce, she's probably got blonde hair. Uh, yeah, so Florida woman was arrested last week, accusing, accused of threatening a McDonald's employee, employees when she didn't get the dipping sauce she wanted with her meal. Uh, uh, McGuire Marie McLaughlin. Oh, her mother must have hated her. Uh, 19 years old, was charged with one count of disorderly conduct and one count of resisting arrest after she threatened to rob a McDonald's in Vero Beach early Wednesday morning. According to an arrest affidavit, uh, River County Sheriff's deputies went to the fast food chain on 20th Street at around 4 a.m. following reports of an irate woman at the drive-thru window. Witnesses told the police that the woman, later identified as McLaughlin, uh, ordered a large amount of food and requested one flavor of every dipping sauce after she had already paid. Employees told McLaughlin that the restaurant charges 25 cents per sauce. McLaughlin ben- began swearing at the employees and threatened to get the sauce by whatever means necessary. However, could not specify what she meant by that, the affidavit said. Police interviewed McLaughlin at the scene and described her as having glossy eyes and slurred speech and breath that smelled of alcohol. Underage drinking, yeah. all our favorites. While attempting to arrest her, McLaughlin began to resist, but eventually restrained, was eventually restrained and taken to Indian River County Jail for processing. Posted bond later that day, is due back in court at the end of the month. Her mom's got to be so pissed. 19-year-old, how long did it take you to eventually restrain this? Yeah. <laughs> she tried to resist. That was like, I get the... Didn't put the hand, but it was like a probably like a five second altercation. Like, get to yeah, your hands in the bag on hand. Technically, you resisted arrest. Yeah, you said no. Why we were manhandling you because you're 19 years old? <laughs> you're probably a small child. And you're drunk. Have you ever like well, uh, you ever been in a fight with like uh, a drunk guy and you're sober? Mm-hmm. It's probably silly to ask me ask you that question. Nah, argued with people. Yeah, I've, but I don't. I've been in know. a fight with a drunk person. Oh yeah! It's, oh it's yeah! It's ridiculously easy. Yeah, one hundred percent. And uh, I was like, <laughs> fighting a drunk person is a nightmare. Oh yeah, they don't quit, and it's also you have to like knock them out because they don't think the fight's well, over. Well, it's like it's like a little kitten, you know. You know they got the claws and they're and, and they do hurt, you know, if right. they catch you. But it's a little kitten, and you're just like I grab it by the scruff of the neck and throw you across the room. Not that I'd ever do that. But that's that's the metaphor of like fighting a drunk person when you're sober. If Scott you're drunk, hurts cats. I don't hurt cats. 
Also, his name of this story should have been Bitch Better Have My Barbecue Sauce. <laughs> I was waiting for that one. It's not, it's not that great, but also, yeah. Come on. Also, Vero Beach is a nice place in Florida. That's a little bit, I think, out of that, like, Florida woman zone to me where you're like, you know, that actually is like spoiled little fucking kid zone maybe yeah, over there. I think that's what it is. We got a spoiled little kid. You're a little, here. and also 19-year-old drunk. Yeah. How, ah, just never, man, you shouldn't underage drink, but if you do, like, at least know that you're acting stupid if you actually, you gonna fight someone about some barbecue sauce and then get arrested? You weren't supposed to be drunk and probably not at McDonald's at four o'clock in the morning, stupid. Yeah. Like you said, your mom is probably pissed. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, <laughs> speaking of barbecue sauce, a Canadian man claims company fired him for complaining about a $6 barbecue sauce holiday gift. All right. Hussein, forgive me. Hussein May Haidil, 27. I'm just going to call him Hussein because that's the only name I can pronounce. 27 of Toronto, Canada claims he was fired after complaining about his company's Christmas gift, a $6 bottle of barbecue sauce, on Twitter. Hussein, who had worked for the construction material wholesaler Fastenal for six years, told CTV News that employees at his com- uh, company typically give, uh, I'm sorry, receive, typically receive goodie baskets. You'd get cookies, M&Ms, beef jerky, a box filled of junk food. We always really appreciated that, he said. However, this year, the man said that he received an inexpensive bottle of barbecue sauce and a wooden barbecue scraper as a present during winter in Canada. Yeah. That's the way it's written, dude. That's how it's got to be. Yeah. So uh, he said the small gift they felt grill unfair. all year long, eh? Yeah. It's always winter in Canada. Uh, they felt unfair to him. Quote, I work really hard. We get pushed really hard to reach our sales goals. Uh, I felt I gave the company so much, and I felt really disrespected when I was given barbecue sauce as a holiday gift. That so, is. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, so the man took his anonymous Twitter account and called out the company for their miserly ways. Who uses that? Miserly ways. Who talks like that? Quote, what kind of multi-billion dollar company gives gifts its Canadian employees barbecue sauce as a holiday gift? Yet the USA employees stuff their face with an actual holiday gift box. He wrote in a since-deleted tweet which also included a photo of the sauce, according to CTV News. News. The day after he wrote the tweet, in which he also tagged his company, dipshit, said his manager called him in by his Twitter name and fired him. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations, you played yourself. Also, man, the entitledness makes me mad. His his part of this makes me madder than the whole thing. Because your billion-dollar company pays you to work there mm-hmm. any gift or anything else is is a gift yeah it doesn't i mean you should take it as that like obviously you want a bonus or something like that but you're you're complaining like yeah. oh they didn't get it and then you added the american people or stuff in their faces and you're like how do you even know maybe everybody right. got barbecue sauce yeah the i i th- i'm 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 with you on this there's we assume you'd get something <laughs> I'm on fast and all side on this yeah. because um, a bonus, whether it's a goodie basket full of junk food or barbecue sauce with a little barbecue scraper, mm. you know, maybe but that's th- you're calling it a bonus. They gave you a gift. Yeah. A gift isn't mean yeah. it was a bonus just because exactly. they gave you a gift. We didn't say we give you a bonus. You don't get a bonus basket. What is that? Oh, we gave you M&M's as a bonus for all your That's hard what work. I mean. That company doesn't owe you that at we all. We gave you a gift. We bought a company wide gift. <laughs> Should have been fired for it. Also, I don't think uh, for, he tweeted, and they're probably like, oh, because you're making us look bad. And I get that to part two. But, I mean, I wouldn't I don't, have fired you for it. I'm, Although I'm it, sick of the these uh, companies. It's like why do you feel entitled? your social, social media. But I gave you a job, and you're going to badmouth me? That's what you work here to get paid. They pay, We had, did not not pay your salary. That's what I mean. It's like you... This was a gift. It was just a gift. You're mad that I gave you a bad gift? How are you going to, you know? It's like you as being a kid yelling at your parents. Like, I live in your house, and, and you know, I'm six years old. You cook me dinner. You're like, I didn't get the Xbox, though. I only got the the new game, but like, not the. That's like, the advantage of owning a business is that like, what the? You, you can't fire your kid, but you can right. fire it. Right. Employee. That's why. You're like, get your ass out of here, man. I'm fucking, be buying barbecue sauce and shit. 
Doesn't have to get you anything. Also, M&M's cost less than barbecue sauce. <laughs> Price is right rules. <laughs> but you also got the beef jerky yeah. and the mixed nuts. The basket you throw away. Half the stuff you threw away. The, all the stuff inside. Price-wise, it was probably the same amount. Wholesale. All right, we got ten minutes left, and uh, I got two more stories. So uh, this is uh, this is hilarious. Uh, residents annoyed after McDonald's blast bagpipe music to deter homeless people. <clears throat> Guess where this is taking place? Florida, Sacramento, California, where the oh, homeless are. Nice. Well, yeah, I don't think it gets really cold there or something. Yeah, that's why they're good. That's what they yeah, said. Yeah. Like a lot of homeless. I, I've actually heard that before. I don't know if that's actually a I'd fact. Rather, yeah, I'd rather be homeless in L.A. than they said homeless it doesn't. In, in yeah, Minneapolis. it doesn't rain a lot, and it's not really doesn't really get too yeah. freezing. So yeah, that's why they're getting a bunch. You know, right. plague is sprouting up there. Oh god. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, fix your homelessness problem, California. Okay, so uh, residents shit together. Yeah, residents around McDonald's in Sacramento apparently fed up with the restaurants blasting a bagpipe music to deter homeless people, according to reports. Uh, the restaurant, located at 24th and Broadway, has been blaring the music 24 hours a day until some neighbors complained, CBS 13 reported. Quote, the first couple of days they had it on 24-7, Arnold Phillips, who lives across the street, told the station, if, if we wouldn't have said anything or reported it to the police, they would have had that thing on, all, uh, on still. He added, it actually penetrates through the walls. We can hear it when I'm trying to watch TV or whatever. Is going through that. Uh, patrons are also turned off by the incessant noise. Susan Smart told the station that the music was offensive because it was just so annoying. Ooh, Scottish people. Sorry, but it is annoying. Um, Fuck your bagpipes. That's what I mean. It's like there's there's people that create music that is specifically annoying. That like these because other other businesses have done this to the term ho- homeless people. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll put like annoying music and yeah. For some reason, bagpipes keeps coming up. Yeah, it's a very, very distinct mm-hmm. sound of horn. Hard to sleep to. Y'all, 100%. That's funny, though, also, because they did it to their homeless people and ended up offending all the home people that live around there. Yep. Which I don't know if they call people that live in houses home people, but if they don't, you heard it here first. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> management has told neighbors they took their complaints to corporate management. So we got to go to corporate with this. Yes. Because these homeless people are fucking... They, Keep showing up here. Keep trying to use a the bathroom. They buy a dollar cheeseburger and they set up camp. You know, um, the idea of playing loud music to turn loiters is not uh, is not new. A Seven Eleven in Modesto made headlines in 2018 with its practice of blasting classical music to keep panhandlers and loiterers from hanging out outside their store. Here's the thing, though, which is kind of the backwards part of the story is that there was no story about a massive like customer complaints of homeless people being in the store their problem with themselves of getting the homeless people out offended the customers and the people around there yeah. you're like nobody really cared when the homeless people were up here except for you guys yeah, it seems like lose lose right? yeah you your your solution to getting the homeless people out of your building like we were still coming here until you started playing the music also i can hear the shit at my house man like turn that shit off b let that motherfucker pee turn that music off b I got the chant right now if y'all want to go out to Sacramento protest. Yeah, God. I can make little shirts. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the next story. Tumblegeddon. Uh-oh. Washington Highway closed for hours after piles of tumbleweed trapped cars and semi-trucks. <laughs> I am serious. If you are by an internet right now, go look these pictures up because it is wild. Excuse me. Several drivers in Washington State had to be rescued by snowplows after getting trapped in their vehicles on a highway on New Year's Eve, according to officials. But the rescues had nothing to do with wintry weather. Tumbleweeds had piled up about 30 feet, blocking State Route 240 and leaving several vehicles trapped, including a semi-truck, according to Washington State Patrol. The road was closed in both directions around 6.30 p.m. near West Richland, Washington. Uh, Trooper Chris Thorson uh, shared a photo of Department of Transportation workers making their way through piles of tumbleweeds in the dark as some drivers can still be seen in their vehicles. Thorson said that the tumbleweeds were piled between 20 and 30 feet high in some places. Strong winds blew the tumbleweeds uh, into an area with berms near the roadway. 
uh, troopers told KVEW, causing the tumbleweeds to create a much larger blockage than normal. <laughs> Carson stopped uh, to avoid uh, hitting the tumbleweeds, quickly got buried. No injuries were reported. Mm. That, it's like being attacked by cotton balls. Uh, so. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'll say uh, California's not complaining about their fires. Or their See, we don't have that problem. Yeah. Uh, Thorson said five cars and one 18-wheel semi-truck wound up getting trapped. Uh, quote, people were st- still stuck at midnight and <laughs> rung in the New Year trapped in the weeds. <laughs> Those poor bastards. I am so sorry. I don't mean to be laughing at you, but shit. That's, that's, that's funny. That's a New Year's for the ages, right? It's like, what you do for New Year's? It's like... Uh, sat in my car while tumbleweeds like it's got to be because it's too dangerous, you know, like to try to maneuver once you once well, you get they'll blocked, get caught up on you. Uh, and there's other cars stuff. around yeah. you because you figure you like where they you'd have been able to drive no through visibility. it at some point. Yeah. The 18 wheeler should have just manned through it. Mm-hmm. He should have plowed that way for everybody. But so they, they use yeah. snow plows. Yeah, they use snow plows to get them out of the way. Um, yeah, the Washington State Department of Transportation East said on Twitter that crews were continuing to keep watch on the highway. They will be trolling through this evening to help keep the road open to traffic. Uh, please take care if and if you choose to travel travel through this area as winds continue to move the tumbleweeds around. That is insane. You should see these pictures because seriously, 20, 30 foot high, stacks of tumbleweeds. I would like to know... Who dropped the ball on getting someone to cut that grass? You know, some one of the state officials like, oh, lot 90? Oh, we were supposed to get that cut. <laughs> like 30 that's, feet of tumbleweed I mean. blew this in. This, um, it's all coming up through the plains and stuff. Yeah, somebody just missed a field somewhere. That's all your uh, all your tumbleweed. And there's one farmer, too, like, oh, our yard is clear. <laughs> that's what I mean. Some of those tumbleweeds could have, like, come from Arizona or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, just blowing. came from all over He's like, our field is covered in weeds. And the next day, like, hey, it's all cleared up. <laughs> I don't know why everybody that I think owns a farm is is country now that I just did that. Because I think in Washington, they probably talk differently. More no, Canadian, maybe. probably. Maybe. I don't know. I've hey. never been to Washington. No, me neither. That's why I was just saying that. I don't know if they have an accent up there. I don't think they do. I think they talk American. Yeah. I heard Seattle was supposed to, like, rain all the time. How the hell they got tumbleweeds yeah, up there? I thought that was something that happens in, like, yeah, Iowa or something. Yeah, Seattle's our London. always raining yeah i never that's crazy 30 feet high though that's that would be nuts though to be stuck in your car or something like that also like do you even know what the fuck is happening you're probably in there like listening to the radio like yo are aliens coming or like there's something like a giant spider just spray webs all over our car (laughs) this is a horror movie you ever see that, uh, what was it, Apollo 17? It was a fictional movie about uh, those guys who went to the moon. It was a secret, super secret mission to the moon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're supposed to check out these craters. The, the crater, the, right. Rocks came alive. All right, mm-hmm. spoiler alert. Yeah. Right. It's kind of a dumb premise for a, an interesting movie. But uh, it's kind of like that. It's like somebody sitting in their car trapped by the tumbleweeds. It's like, is this the happening? Right. Are, are the plants being controlled by some hive mind? They were 10 years off on Y2K. It's New Year's Eve, too. Damn it, they were 10 years off. 20. Bill Gates, yeah, whatever. 20, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, damn it, they were right. It's coming. It's a new one. It's changing. It's just the nines and the zeros. It's fucking it up again. They screwed up the Mayan calendar translation. <laughs> Something went wrong. It's over, yeah. It's eight years later after the world's supposed to end. Oh, gosh, yeah. Who Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was right. Yeah. The world is ending. Yes. <laughs> People worried about global warming. You get attacked uh, by tumbleweeds, dry yeah. tumbleweeds. You know, if that were Australia, you know what? Those tumbleweeds, they'd be on fire. Oh, yeah. There is a crazy fire in Australia, too. That People want to say that's global warming. I said, no, apparently it's arsonists. Uh, yeah. I, 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 recently, I think I saw, like, right before the show, it's, like, uh, on the news that they Australia arrested, like, several people who had, like, started fires in Australia. And that's... Somebody, up, though, though, did somebody say the sun got too hot and started a fire there? Uh, is that what people are saying? For real? Yeah. The sun is they, too hot that it started yeah, a fire. Yeah, people have been saying that global warming is the reason for the wildfires. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. That could be one. Whatever. Yeah. No, the hot sun's just burning, it's just burning stuff Start down now. Fires. Yeah. 
start a very specific fire that's burning in it, but only there. Only in Australia. Caught it right at the right spot yeah. to start the fire. It's not keeping the fire going or yeah. burning everything else, but right here, there was a glimpse in the atmosphere, got through the hole, yeah. and that's... No wildfires in Africa, no wildfires in all those other... Uh, it's just one magnifying yeah. glass got... Th- and there's a hole. Come on. Anyway, it's 7 o'clock. Uh, we got in the show. Well, so uh, this has been Shock Monkey Radio. Um, welcome to 2020. 2020 is here. We're keep this doing it every uh, every week. Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Be go be sure to go over to patreoncom radio. Become a patron. Help us out. We'd appreciate it. Um, yeah, check out my YouTube channel, Madman Lowercase, on YouTube. And uh, I, th- I think that I got books on Amazon. Search for Scott L. Robbins, two T's and two B's. Um, that's all I'm going to play. Blow your own much. <laughs> so yeah, this has been Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the Madman. I'm Nick. And I as love always. You. I'll see you next week. And I love you. Oh, what am I supposed to do? It's been a while. We're gonna do the music, right? Dana, dana, dana. All right, man.